You are listening to The Pulse, Rod Murray's e-learning tech podcast. Number 218, Misty Reinhardt of Scribbles Software. That was a short clip from Aurora Borealis Expedition by Asher Fulero. I hope you like it. Stay tuned for the full song at the end of my podcast. I'm happy to report that this episode is sponsored by NEDLA. That's the Northeast Digital Learning Association. N-E-D-L-A dot org. NEDLA is a chapter of the USDLA, the United States Distance Learning Association. Please support my sponsor. In this episode, I interview Misty Reinhardt, who's the Director of Product Management for Scribbles Software. Quote, Streamline student records and enrollment and engage students and families through one accessible cloud-based system. End quote. So in the K-12 arena, they manage records, enrollment, and documents. They integrate with existing student information systems. In higher education, they have a product called Script Forward, which streamlines electronic document processing with colleges' CRM systems, automating data entry, enhancing security via blockchain. Benefits. Students. Easy transcript requests to multiple colleges, high schools, reduced paper usage, efficient electronic delivery, and colleges' faster, secure document processing with automated data entry. So without further ado, here's my interview with Misty. Misty, so nice to meet you. Um, glad to have the opportunity to talk about you and your Scribbles software. Um, how are you doing? And where are you? Uh, where are you right now? Thanks, Rodney, for having me. Uh, my name is Misty Reinhardt. I am currently in North Carolina. We're here for some meetings this week, but I reside in Northwest Montana. Uh, we work remote for uh, for Scribbles software, and so I work in Northwest Montana from my home. Okay, very good. Yeah, a lot of people work from their home these days, yep. <laughs> <laughs> including including me. So, uh, well, uh, happy to meet you. And um, before we delve into the software itself, I was wondering if you could first tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in educational technology. Yeah, so I have about 14 years of experience in the ed tech market. Uh, prior to that, I spent 20 years working in accounting and Moved into the EdTech software space about 14 years ago. Uh, I started here at Scribbles about a little over two years ago. I've worked in multiple different departments in the software uh, industry with support, software QA, which is testing. And then I've spent the last six years uh, working in product management and being able to work with both the internal and the external stakeholders to uh, make the users' lives easier. Okay. Um how about uh, Scribble software itself? How long has uh, that been in business? Uh, to be honest, I'm not that familiar with your your product. In fact, that that product category is sort of a new one for for my podcast. So, give us a little bit of background and and Scribbles and and what what they've done traditionally. Yeah, Scribble software has been around since 2010. We are in the K12 market as well as the higher ed. So what was the major focus of the software for K-12? I assume you you started out with uh, K-12. Yeah, we started with K-12 and with the records management and 
uh, doing the the enrollments for the school districts, the choice and enroll um, product that we have. So it started with the product scrib order, which is the requisition um, for the school districts to be able to have their students and alumni uh, legal and other schools be able to request records transfers uh, as well as the documentation. So transcripts being requested for college applications and to be able to send for employment verifications. Um, and so we started in the in the scrib order and then we expanded to uh, enrollments and lottery systems for the schools in the school districts and uh, have more recently expanded into the document management systems and cumulative folders as well. Okay, now to, to um, help uh, orient uh, me and, and my listeners, um, uh, what's the relationship to uh, traditional um, uh, student information systems? Are, are you, do you consider yourself a student information system or is this sort of uh, middleware or uh, an add-on to student information systems? It is not a student information system. So the student information system is, uh, it also, um, they there's a multitude of different SIS systems and those are where the student information uh, is completely stored. The, the student, uh, not necessarily the documentation, but the demographics, the, um, the, the matric matriculation of the student, through the different grades where they can set up their uh, schedules, sign up for their different classes, be able to see the historical grades, not necessarily on a transcript, but actually in the system that's given access to parents and students uh, where they can set up their uh, different messaging systems um, as well. So they, that's how they're receiving like their email notifications from within the schools during the whole school year. So the SIS systems are really the systems that the schools and the students and the parents are utilizing throughout the school year. Whereas Scrib Order is doing a requisition system and then the districts are processing those requests of the records. And then our uh, enrollment and choice applications are where they're filling out the applications for those classes, grades, um, specialty programs. And then once those uh, applications are filled out and all of the lotteries are run and the students are offered seats and everything, then we can take that information and be able to um, push it back. We do integrate with multiple SIS systems. And so they can push that information over. So it would include the student's information, the program that they're in, the grades, their current grade, um, even down to like the zone school, as well as the school that they applied to, uh, emergency contacts and, and other information like that. I see. So it, if I had to guess, I would uh, think that uh, your K-12 um, clients, are, are they mostly uh, private schools as opposed to public schools, or do you handle both? No, we handle all of the schools, so public, private, as well as charter. Okay. In the for the K twelve for the K twelve products, yes. Got it, because I, you know, it's been a long time since I've been uh, in K twelve, but uh, you know, and it, well, my daughter, my daughter, uh, uh, of course, I'm familiar with what she went through in public <laughs> schools, and uh, side, yeah. didn't seem like there were a lot of choices. Uh, it seemed like it was pretty rote, you know, uh, in terms of the uh, curriculum and so forth. So. Um, 
Was it uh, much of a change in your business then, moving from K-12 to to uh, higher ed? So not really a big change. Uh, about 12 years ago, we had uh, some of the colleges that started reaching out to us and saying, look, we're getting the transcripts and student application documents coming in, coming in from multiple high schools across the U.S. Is there any way that we can receive these electronically? And so we were able to build a product that um, would send the documents from our transcript um, processing software called Scriborder directly over to uh, what was called Uconnect. And so that way the admissions clerks uh, or the admissions office would be able to log into the system and then download those in PDF form uh, from a secure location. Okay. All right. Um, you know, it seems that the whole world has been changing because of uh, the pandemic and and certainly work from home. Um, it certainly affected uh, a lot of schools, especially the smaller uh, private um, uh, higher ed institutions. In fact, my own, uh, I think the, the pandemic was the uh, straw that broke the camel's back and uh, enrollments were down. Um, they were trying to spend money on uh, beefing up uh, online programs, but uh, you know, it 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 basically you know um, had them uh, really taken over by by another much larger school. Uh, you know, we were in business for two hundred years, and uh, oh and that came to an end. And another other schools around here I know have gone through similar things. So, how has the uh, the pandemic and some of these changes? affected your your business what what are some of these uh, pain points and challenges yeah so with the with the colleges there's uh there's a definitely an impact that the pandemic had is exactly like you said right there's there's a lot of stuff that's going electronic and even prior to the pandemic just in the last 10 to 15 years there's a lot of people that are moving over to the technology aspect of it. So as they can see the value being added in, in removing the paper processes and moving to electronic delivery, electronic storage, uh, there's, you know, the colleges across the U.S. are really seeing the value in that. It, it expedites the processing. It, re it reduces the risk uh, of having lost papers. Um, exposed PII data. And so it's really been a really good opportunity for us to, you know, um, work with the market. We can work with all of the different colleges and um, we've been able to build a new product called Scrib Forward, which is uh, in the functionality from Uconnect only with a lot of enhanced features to be able to support them in the processing of their documents for those student applications. So does your system then, in, I, I know in higher ed, uh, there's there are CRM systems, so they have to reach out to to potential students and probably not so much in K-12, I'm thinking. So how does your software uh, interface with those sorts of systems? Yeah, the systems, the, the CRM systems that the colleges are using, you know, the colleges are receiving their admissions documents from a multitude of different companies. And so how, as well as, as well as also, uh, receiving them still via paper through the mail. And so being able to have a lot of the colleges 
uh, have that electronic delivery and have those different avenues of receiving the documents and then having that uh, integration tool with the different CRM systems that they use. And there is a handful of CRM systems that are uh, highly used across the U.S. And so really being able to have a product that um, has built out and, and has that CRM integration it will expedite their um, their processes as they're receiving, you know, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of applications every year. So each student, when they apply to a college, the college will, on average, receive three to five documents for every college application that they use or that they are receiving. So if a if a college is receiving ten thousand applications in you know the fall of 2024 that's going to be anywhere from 30,000 to 50,000 documents that they are going to have to get moved over into their CRM system so as you can imagine those 10,000 applications that are coming in from the students they're coming in from you know all of these different softwares also through the mail and so they have to take the admissions clerks are taking all of those documents and getting them into the CRM system. They're having to um, transpose or, or, or um, transfer in like the GPAs, the weighted GPAs, the different classes and, and all of the ACT and, and SAT scores. So there's a lot of effort that, that goes into getting all of that information into the CRM system so they can analyze those applications and be able to offer those students a a seat at the college and being able to um, expedite that or, or assist that process in any way that we can. Uh, that's really where our focus is because as we move on, there's just like with a lot of the businesses across the U.S., um, colleges are also impacted by um, by recessions. And so if they can't backfill uh, a retiree when they're leaving the admissions department, they're working on getting those applications processed with even fewer resources than before. And as we are in a recession and we're having uh, students apply and send more applications to a college, then they're trying to process more applications and more documents with fewer people that are staffed in the admissions office. And so it's really important to be able to um, help those clerks be able to process as quickly as possible uh, and as seamlessly as possible. And, and getting those documents directly into their CRM systems is definitely one of the best ways that we can process that or help assist processing for them. Yeah, I mean, um, how much is still done manually? I mean, I you know... <laughs> I've been in uh, higher ed my whole career, really. And boy, the name of the game was automation right from the beginning. And, uh, you know, occasionally there were times when uh, we had to, you know, adopt a new system. I, I was uh, instrumental in getting uh, uh, Blackboard, uh, one of the first major learning management systems in, into uh, Thomas Jefferson University in Philadelphia. And uh, But there was always that interface problem, you know, between legacy systems that may have been done on a mainframe, and then you have these new cloud-based systems. And um, it seems like you're, uh, are you filling this this void between these kinds of uh, interactions between these systems? Yeah, I definitely think we are. You know, there's uh, roughly 7,700 colleges and universities across the U.S. 
Uh, and out of those 7,700, we have roughly 57% of those colleges and universities that are receiving documents electronically through uh, our products. Um, Script Forward is the new product. Uh, Uconnect is the legacy product. And so that's 57%, uh, which roughly equates to about 4,500 colleges across the U.S., that are receiving those documents electronically versus having high schools submitting, you know, via the mail where there's potential for documents getting lost um, and not making it over to the college that um, that these students are applying to. So having being able to assist those 4,500 colleges in their application process by having those documents delivered electronically, they're receiving them in um, seconds or even you know, a couple of minutes for them to be able to process and, and get it moved over into their CRM system. Now, I was wondering, um, the uh, you mentioned 57%. That seems like a pretty good market share. So um, are you um, expand, trying to expand that further? Obviously, trying to grow your business, but... Uh, how about international? Are you doing anything in the international arena? Not right now. Uh, we have looked at some of the other countries, but right now we are just uh, U.S.-based. Uh, the colleges, so we have 50, 57% of the colleges that are receiving electronically from our Scrib order. But unfortunately for the colleges, they're, um, they're really at the, at the mercy of the high schools. So the high schools across the U.S. are actually determining uh, what product they're using to send those documents electronically. So being able to send them electronically from our Scrib order, from the high schools that are using our Scrib order product is definitely a benefit to them. But they're also receiving from um, other products that other schools across the U.S. are are using, and so they're receiving them in all these different ways. And um, you know, there's there's a multitude of the softwares that uh, high schools are using across the U.S. as well as just even sending via the postal service. But the colleges are signing up with um, multiple electronic delivery from uh, all of these companies because as they're receiving them. They can, um, they're, they're not really being able to pick how they're receiving them. And so you'll have one college that will be signed up with a multiple, uh, with multiple products in order to receive them electronically, um, from, from all these different high schools across the U S as well. Now I'm curious what, um, uh, what effect your, um, platform has, on the end user, meaning meaning the students or the, the the their parents. I mean, I remember filling out uh, endless forms online. So, does this help to to uh, lubricate that? The, the, do they get? Do they? You know, the, if the high school is communicating directly with your software to uh, colleges, does that help ease the burden on on the end user? Yeah, it really does. You know, they. The students will go in and, and do a request, and in a single request, they're going through, they're filling out their applications, and, um, you know, say they have applied to five different colleges, and so they need to take their transcript and get it delivered to those five colleges uh, during the initial application phase, and so in a single request, they can... Um, 
they can indicate what those five colleges are that they have applied to and that they want to send a transcript to. And so then they submit that request via our Scrib Order product and the registrars um, or counselors at the high schools are picking those orders up and they're processing them. And so they're able to process those five transcripts, transcript requests in the single order and be able to process those all at the same time. And so if three of those colleges that little Timmy has requested a copy of his transcript be sent to, uh, the three of those five are signed up to be electronic delivery, then as the as the processor has attached that document and uploaded it, they can electronically click the click the sign and send button and it'll electronically deliver to all three of those colleges. And then they are um, then they are left to print out the transcript and address the envelope and mail it for those other two that have not signed up. Uh, we also hear from high schools um, all the time that says, you know, hey, there's a new technical community college that is, you know, in in the general area. Can you reach out to them and see if they we're sending them a lot of documents? Can we electronically send to them? And so we'll reach out to the college and and we'll get them signed up on the electronic delivery process as well. And so even the high schools, they know that they can reach out to us and and request that different colleges be added as well. Uh, so that way it simplifies their process. Um, because they no longer have to spend the, um, what is it now, 66 cents, I think, for a stamp and have to address the envelope and everything, print out right. more paper. We're really about having those paperless systems. And so being able to eliminate that paper process as much as possible and and have some of that risk mitigation, as many colleges that we can get up on our electronic network is what we would really, is, is really what we're shooting for. So. Um, it's expediting for the students for their requests, as well as expediting for the processors at the high school. It's saving them time, saving them money and, and paper processes, uh, and then also expediting it for the colleges because they know that since they're receiving it electronically, it's a secure delivery. It's you know stored on the blockchain and, and really just a secure process for the college to receive and, and get those into the CRM system as well. That's interesting. You you anticipated one of my questions because uh, I interviewed a company a while back that was all about transcripts and and how there's movement to have you know the transcripts on the blockchain so that uh, they can't be forged. Uh, mm -hmm. It's uh, highly uh, protected and 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 secure. So I, I'm glad to see that you're working too in that uh, in that arena. Um, um, so we're getting near the end of. Uh, our session and I want to be respectful to my listeners. And I just thought I was wondering if, um, since I think the admissions staffs, uh, at colleges, uh, all over are going to be interested in, in, in learning more about your company. I wonder if you have any, um, final words or tips or new things that are coming down the pike that will help make admissions departments, uh, happier. Yeah. So Script Forward is our newest software. Uh, we have been building it for the last year. We have, uh, we're rolling it out and we're transitioning all of the colleges that are currently on Uconnect over to Script Forward. Script Forward has 
uh, a lot of enhanced features. So we have audit logs, we have advanced search capabilities. Um, we also are currently working on the uh, the CRM integration, starting with Slate, which is one of the uh, one of the big CRM systems that the colleges are using. And so we are currently working on the Slate integration, which should be rolled out here uh, very soon. And so we're working on adding a lot of these great features into Scrib Forward, um, advanced user security, advanced user roles and permissions, granular permissions to really uh, enable and enhance the process for the colleges as they're getting these documents out. Um, like I said, right now we're working on the slate integration and beyond that we're, we're queued up to start working on um, further innovate, or, sorry, uh, future integrations as well with the other CRM systems. So uh, we'll be expanding all of the CRM integrations that we have to be able to automatically push those documents over to the CRM. So really the colleges are going to be able to set it up and then basically have a set it and forget it and um, but have it have script forward available. So that way if they needed to go back and look at the documents or uh, search for some historical data, they would also have access to that as well. Okay. So um, we're really excited about it. That's great. Uh I have to ask you one last question, and okay. it seems like uh, I can't have a conversation these days with just about anybody without having to mention AI. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, my I suspect that AI, besides, you know, blockchain technologies and things like that, I'm curious about how your company, uh, is your company AI forward in terms of how you conduct your own business, maybe at uh, within your company? Do you have you taken advantage of some of the uh, the automated bots out there just in terms of running your business and that sort of thing? That's a great question, Ronnie. Right now we are looking into multiple options and we will just have to see what the future holds. Okay. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Misty, and uh, I wish you the best and uh, I will uh, let you know when the podcast is available. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Ronnie, for having me. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and stay tuned for Aurora Borealis Expedition. Until next time, have a great week.
that's it for today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to give Rod feedback. You can leave comments on his blog or send email to rod at rodspulsepodcast.com. The preceding audio commentary is the product of the author, Dr. Rodney Murray, and does not represent the official viewpoint of any other institution or company. Yeah.